Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Breathtaking video this morning from Ukrainian troops as they storm Russian positions near Bakhmut. The advance here coming after nine months of relentless Russian attacks. It could be an early sign that Ukraine is readying its offensive, trying to seize the initiative in the war again. Ukrainian soldiers seen throwing grenades into trenches, clearing them with machine guns too. Tanks and armoured vehicles covering infantry in what appears to be a well-coordinated assault, with Russian troops retreating across a field. This Russian soldier suggesting he was drafted to fight, saying his options were to go to war or to prison. That's nice. That's nice. Go to war, go to prison. Um, boy, the Ukrainians, well, first, I'm glad they're having, uh, uh, some success there in Bakhmut and, uh, have gained uh, several miles in just the last couple of days after, geez, nine months of practical stalemate on that front. Um, but the Ukrainians are good at getting the success videos out fast to the world mm-hmm. because they know that that plays a role in keeping the momentum up. People are willing to give money, it would seem, and support a side that's winning when they're winning, but... When it drifts off, people think, eh, man, they probably can't win, so why am I spending my tax money on this? Well, right. It's a question of an investment. Will it pay off in victory or not? 
Uh, I think it was clearly when uh, Zelensky said the other day, "No, this is not the big counteroffensive. This is uh, we don't we're not ready. We're not even nearly ready." I mean, that was clearly a head fake, wasn't it? You think? Do you think this is the offensive? I don't know. Okay, I wasn't I wasn't taking this as the offensive, although it certainly could be. German defense minister yesterday announced three billion dollars in military aid for Ukraine. That's the most the Germans have promised so far. So amping up the amount of uh, aid that Ukraine is getting right now. Uh, that's going to include 30 Leopard tanks, armored vehicles, reconnaissance drones, ammunition, all going to be delivered in the coming months, either before or during the offensive. What took you so long, Germany? I don't know. Yeah, the Germans. This angle about uh, Prigozhin, is that his name? I can never remember his name. Uh, yeah, Yevgeny Prigozhin is the head of the Wagner Group. There's a he's the guy that goes around beating people to death with a sledgehammer, right? Yeah, exactly. He's the guy who personally goes to the prisons and say, hey, "Come fights for six months, we'll turn you loose. You'll be a free man again. We'll expunge your record and everything." Unfortunately, you're machine gun fodder. If you turn around and run, though, I'm going to tie you to a pole and cave in your head with a giant heavy mallet. There's that. He yeah. literally does that. But the Washington Post has what they call an exclusive that is amazing. And and I'm so interested in this for a couple of different reasons. I thought I got what Prigozhin was up to with some of his public pronouncements. Putin, having thought he would waltz into Kiev and take over all of Ukraine and install some puppet uh, leadership, Ran into the Ukrainian people and and Zelensky and and the uh, the army, the fighting people of Ukraine, and uh, now is is absolutely going to fall far short of his goals and maybe be defeated in a humiliating way. He knows what that means for a, a leader of a country, particularly Russia, which is unkind to its leaders that fail at warfare. Um, and Prigozhin's job is not only to furnish him with fighters who know which end of the gun to point at the enemy. But Prigozhin's been making these bold pronouncements publicly that the Russian military is screwing up. The Russian military leadership needs to figure out what it's doing, which is obviously useful to Putin. It's not Putin's fault. It's those damn generals. Mm. And so I assumed that's why Putin put up with some pretty harsh criticism from Prigozhin. It's either that or he fears him to some extent. And I don't know enough about it to have it make a guess on that so i thought i got that and uh, again making yet another reference to the dictator's handbook um why bad behavior is almost always good politics it makes sense in that you have to if you're going to seize power and keep power you've got to have the guns and you got to know where the money is and then you spread the money out that's why for instance uh gavin newsom in california in spite of the billions of dollars of deficit is going to Continue to rain. It was it twelve billion dollars on the homeless industrial complex. Is that the figure? Yeah, uh, something like that. Ten point two. I can't remember. It's over ten billion, right? Uh, anyway, uh, you got to spread the money out to keep people loyal. Fifteen. California going forward oh. with their fifteen point three billion dollars. So my rounding error there was three billion dollars for a single state. Right. Yeah. Whoops. Uh, so anyway, I thought I got. What's going on with Prigozhin? 
But according to the wall, uh, I'm sorry, the uh, Washington Post, in late January, with his mercenary fighters dying by the thousands in a fight for the Bakhmut area, uh, Prigozhin of the Wagner Group made Ukraine an extraordinary offer. Prigozhin said that if Ukraine's commanders withdrew their soldiers from the area around Bakhmut, he would give Kiev information on Russian troop positions, which Ukraine could use to attack them. Stop killing our Wagner Group guys, and I'll tell you where the Russian army is. Wow. Wow, I hadn't heard this. Prigozhin conveyed the proposal to his contacts in Ukraine's military intelligence directorate, with whom he has maintained secret communications during the course of the war, according to previously unreported U.S. intelligence documents leaked on the group chat platform Discord. So this is one of those leaked you know, documents we were talking about a couple of weeks ago that could really, really disclose uh, sources and methods. Now, I wonder... This is, this is two huge stories yeah, at once. Yeah, I'd say. I wonder if this is real or if this is uh, an attempt to drive you know, the wedge between the regular Russian troops and this Wagner group. Are you trying hey. to say this bears all the earmarks of Russian disinformation? <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, w- w- either would be horrible for them. Uh, Actually, it would be the earmarks of Ukrainian disinformation in this case. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be a good one, though. I mean, because if you could split those to where they actually turn on each other and firing on each other constantly, that'd be awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that would be amazing. The Russian military and the Wagner group. Hunter Biden would go over there, make $10 million, come back home, spread it out to his nieces and <laughs> nephews and uncles and stuff. Oh, let's see. Where was I? Uh, Prigozhin is publicly feuded with Russian military commanders who he furiously claims have failed to equip and resupply his forces which had provided vital support to the war effort. Uh, he's also an ally of Russian President Vladimir Putin, who might well regard Prigozhin's offer to trade the lives of Wagner fighters for Russian soldiers a treasonous betrayal. That is, yeah, that's what we were driving at. Is this Ukrainian disinformation? Because if you could split those two, and Putin knows the rules of being a ruler. He's very, very good at them. You got a guy with lots of guns and lots of money making noises about turning on your guys with guns. That's to say that's the death penalty in a dictatorship underestimates it. If this is true, it could be enormous. Well, do you think Wagner has his eyes set on? Hey, there's no reason why I can't be the guy who runs Russia. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know that to be true, but. If, if you're a dictator and somebody's going to be challenging you, it's somebody like Prigozhin, 100%. you yeah. got to have the guns. Two Ukrainian officials confirmed that Prigozhin has spoke sev- spoken several times to the Ukrainian intelligence directorate. One official said that Prigozhin extended the offer regarding Bakhmut more than once, but that Kiev rejected it because officials don't trust him and thought his proposals could be disingenuous. No, that'd be a tough one. That'd be a tough one to figure out if he was being honest or not. U.S. official also cautioned there's similar doubts in Washington about Prigozhin's intentions. So that's a card you can only play once, but okay. All right. Putin and Prigozhin get together. They say, man, we're losing a lot of guys at back mood. What do we do? And Putin says, you know, it's who could do. This is an old KGB trick. Tell them you're so pissed off at Russia, the Russian troops. That if you give up Bakhmut, we'll give you up the Russian uh, locations. We give them old locations, 
We get back, Moot. We stop losing guys. They don't trust you. They already don't trust you. They hate you. You're killing their guys. Maybe that was it. It's hard to say. Who knows who's being honest at what point? But I like this story that was out today. Ukrainian forces reportedly gained more than a mile of territory around Bakhmut, as we've talked about, with the Russian Defense Ministry suggesting its forces in the eastern Ukraine city had withdrawn to regroup. We're setting up a new defensive line with more favorable conditions. Well, this leader of the Wagner Group that we were just talking about, Prigozhin, he came out and said what the Russian military did is called running away, not regrouping. Wow. That's what he said yesterday. So a desperate Putin... Has got to be thinking, I'm going to throw my military under the bus to keep power. I'm going to appoint a bunch of new generals loyal to me. The only way I keep power is if I throw the military under the bus. So the Russian military pulls back from Bakhmut after all these months of really brutal fighting, and they lost tens of thousands of guys. Pulled back to regroup. Putin's chef, as he is known, says that's not regrouping, that's running away. Wow. Yeah. Who knows what's going on? Now, that could be fake. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm getting sucked into one of those, like, uh, you know, born spy movies where the, he's not a triple agent. He's a quadruple agent. <laughs> I'm totally confused as to who's working for who at this point. If I'm a I've quadruple agent, you can trust me. All right? <sighs> No, no, no. Back to being right. so a double agent you yeah. can't you can't trust yeah, triple agent you can. Oh yeah. So even best. numbers you can't trust, odd numbers you can. Right. So if I'm a quintuple agent, yes, then I'm fine. Which I might as well just be an agent at that point. Is <laughs> 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 the way that works. You know, I would just execute myself because the chances of me pulling that off would be zero, <laughs> zero. <laughs> So I'm going to London then tomorrow night. You're going to London? Why are you going to London? Oh, that's right. Shoot. That's right. You're the <laughs> Berlin. I'm going to Berlin. I'm sorry. It's hard to keep track. I'm a quintuple agent. So I really should carry around a chart. Oh, boy. Um, more on the way. Text line 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus in president ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Armstrong and Getty Show. This student has told us, I'm going to walk across that stage despite the fact that I am 38 weeks pregnant. He told the whole of everybody, she's dilated, she's 38 weeks pregnant, so we're just going to get her in and out right now. So I was like, nothing's going to stop me, even if I have the baby and have to hold her in my arms. That's just the biggest thing is just don't give up. Like, if you have a goal, meet it. Uh, Yeah, okay, so she uh, graduated while pregnant. While having a baby, literally in labor during the graduation ceremony. Yeah, I well, you know, uh, if you can pull it off, that's fine. But I don't think it'd be giving up on your goal of graduating if you didn't get the diploma at the same time as the other kids because you're in labor. You're talking to a guy who failed to file the paperwork in time, so I didn't go to my graduation ceremony from college at all. So it's, I don't quite, you've still reached your goal. If your goal was walking across the stage and getting the piece of paper, that was a terrible goal. That's one of the one of the many, you know, my list of regrets in my life are so long. It's about many long volumes, uh, but uh, that's definitely on it. I didn't go because I didn't care. Hmm. I just, what am I going to go stand there for two hours to walk? I don't care. That other things do. Never considered that my parents might enjoy watching their kid graduate. Never crossed my mind. Yeah. My For only, me, I didn't care. I didn't mean a thing to me to yeah. walk across and get the diploma. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had to call my parents like the day before and say, yeah, it's not happening. My dad's story you always tell. I got to ask him again about this. For whatever reason, the way it worked at Iowa State in 1950-whatever um, was he wasn't sure if he had passed some class that was going to allow him, or a t- test or whatever, that was going to allow him to graduate until the day of. Holy cow. He wasn't sure if he actually graduated or not. <laughs> so he's told that wow. story. And he did, luckily. Uh, so on the topic of, are you a parent or not, if you have a pet? Because Joe, uh, what will you tell? Well, I was at the grocery store and the... Ladies greeted the or the checker greeted a couple of ladies with Happy Mother's Day, and she said, "This is my first Mother's Day as a mother." Oh, you're a mother? Well, I I'm a dog mom. I just got a dog. Happy Mother's Day, and I was like, "Oh Lord." <laughs> so anyway, we got this text. We got we'll have the other side of it too. If you're waiting for the other side of it, as a woman that never had an opportunity to have kids, not sure what that means in this case, but and who has two dogs. I literally got a puppy last week. The whole dog mom is uh, being a title being forced on me all the time. It's just one of the many delusions perpetuated by women today. And this is a woman saying this. Mm. And yes, one of my girlfriends wished me a happy Mother's Day yesterday. It was so embarrassing. So she doesn't particularly like the idea of I'm not a mom because I have a dog. On the other hand, we got this text. Oh, boy. Here we go. Here's where I've hurt people's hearts. Guys, please lower your derision on pet parents. I believe in marriage. Two parents. Didn't work out for me, so I got a cat. Much better to arrive t- home to after working with the public all day to have a cat than no one. Well, wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We're not against loving your pet. And, and we're the guys who tell you what an awesome responsibility it is, so don't get into it lightly. 
It's full of, of love and sacrifice and time and dirty carpets and the rest of it. It's a big responsibility. Coming home to a pet is a lot nicer. I mean, when, you're, when your pet passes or whatever, that's the first thing you notice. I tell you what, with my dog, you know, being sick on and off, when Judy's out and it's just me and the dog, I've realized how much I talk to him. Oh, yeah. And yet, well, yeah. My experience with the pet, pets passing is, man, that day they're gone. You walk into the house. It's like, oh, yeah. Oh, they're not here anymore. Over and over again. But yeah. you're not a parent and I'm not wiggling on that. No. You're not a parent. He's troubling down. I'm not wiggling on this at all. Pets are great. They're a lot of work. It ain't being a parent. I'm not going to allow Father's Day and Mother's Day to be watered down with the pet thing. Amen. Amen. And that is not an insult on any level to people who love their pets. It's a different question. It's not one or the other, like you can have pets or or kids. What if I have a fish? No, that's different. It's not a social beast like a dog. That's different. I'm definitely not calling you a, a parent if you but have a don't fish. Don't call me a parent if I have a dog either. it's my fur baby if you've ever said that i forgive you because i too have sinned we've all sinned (laughs) are you pushing your cat around in a stroller like the couple i saw the other day now that is that is a sign of something oh my god i'm a fur mama here's my baby oh boy this is my first mother's day too i got a fish Oh, nobody would say that. <laughs> if you miss it, I'll forget the podcast. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Look out. Back when we first started doing talk radio in the mid-late 90s. I remember it well, vaguely. 
Phone calls were a big part of talk radio back then. They still are for some people, but not that many. Partially because of the ability to get texts and emails and stuff like that. And um, uh, all that. But uh, so phone calls back in the day, it was always about what's a hot topic. And, and people would talk about we had, you know, we, we this, this is the topic. And we got calls for two straight hours. And that was considered absolutely guaranteed. That's a win. That's a good thing. Mm-hmm. And then at some point, for whatever reason, lifestyles changed in America. And mo- I think most people in the radio business decided just because you can get phone calls on this topic for two hours doesn't mean it's the best thing for your audience. I'm telling you, we got one right here based on the text line. Oh, boy. the whole dog mom thing oh, for Mother's Day, oh. whether or not whether or not a person who's raising a dog with no kids should uh, be honored on Mother's Day in the same way. We could take calls on that. I guarantee you till the end of the show based on the text line. Wow. Wow. Doesn't mean it'd be a good idea or, you know, entertaining for everyone, but that it's that hot. Yeah. Yeah. That's just crazy. I don't, I just don't, I don't want to make my case because I, I don't, you can win an argument and lose a friend. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <clears throat> absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, one thing we believe in around here is, you know, we'll give you something to think about, then go live your life or decide your, you know, make your decision on your own. It's fine. Well, yeah, I, don't, I don't need you to agree with me. I, uh, one quick, for instance. So I got uh, a kid who's uh, got a variety of issues, as I've talked about over the years. Not mm-hmm. as much anymore as he gets older, but uh, he is not going to school today. I'm trying to figure out why I don't have sitters. I have to figure out how to deal with that. And that never happens with my dog. My dog never puts me in that situation where I have to deal with the stress of that, ever. So... That's the way that works. I'm drawing the line. For myself. Okay. (laughs) And I love you. Michael. Michael. But we are, so we're we're willing to at least uh, 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 consider the idea around dogs and cats. Drawing the line definitely at fish, though, and reptiles. (laughs) Parrots are a special case. We'll have to convene a... Special committee, like the Reparations Committee in California, for instance. Not wishing commission. you a happy... F- I'm sorry, commission. Not <laughs> wishing you a happy Father's Day because you have a spotted leopard gecko. Right. Right. It is... Well, things are getting weird, and they're getting weird fast. God, I'd say. Why don't we just leave it there? Yeah. Things are getting weird, and they're getting weird fast. You know, it reminds me of... Uh, I was just reading the other day how... Um, several swing-ish states are changing politically because there's been such a large drop in the number of people who identify with any specific religious group in those states. It's been like 10% in 10 years. Um, it's just going to change the electorate and the way they think about policy. And Absolutely. All. And part of that is just the kid, the people aren't having kids. Sure. Oh, that's going to change politics greatly. Yeah. You think about the world so much differently or the future so much differently or what the country's going to be like in decades. If you don't have kids. But, but it's believed by most philosophers that human beings have a need for God in some form in their lives. It's part of the way we're made, which some people believe. You can believe what you want to believe. Some people believe that's proof that there is a God. The fact that we yearn to connect with said God. It's a good one. Of whatever yeah. you know, shape you imagine. Um, and if you have specifically disavowed that, 
you're going to find a religion. And for a lot of people, that's the woke thing. The critical theory, queer theory, critical race theory, the woke religion has all the earmarks of a rather cultish and hostile religion. And I think, and I'm going to try to be gentle because I'm a caring man, um, we absolutely 100% have the urge to have children, to reproduce. And through various life circumstances, uh, some people don't. Either they choose not to, or it just doesn't work out, or there's a biological problem, or, or whatever. It's, it's, it's heartbreaking for some people. Um, and I'm some, thinking of some people I care about a great deal in that situation. Um, you will find something to fill that. Sure. Emotionally. And that's why I have no need to, like, or I don't want to litigate it, the question of if you have a cat, should you say Happy Mother's Day? To you. <laughs> and funny, when you say it out loud, it makes me laugh. I know. I know. I know. But I don't want to be hurtful. In this instance. I'm, I'm very... I, it's everything I have in me to keep myself from, from going on. In this instance, you don't want to be hurtful. Because oh, it yeah. seems that sometimes you definitely do want to be hurtful. Oh, yeah. That's my greatest <laughs> joy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you pipe it's, down in there. Huh? It's my greatest joy. I like to think of myself like the Lone Ranger. I don't go around shooting people because I like to shoot people. Sometimes people need shooting. I think this, but tr- I just shoot the gun out of their hand expertly, <laughs> and in a way that doesn't damage them. Really, it's right. just like, ow, that's ow, ow, and they drop their gun. They're not gushing blood from an artery, bleeding out in the dust. <laughs> Wow, I feel like this is too good a transition to pass up for what you just said. Okay, about, and then I've got to pay off the thing about right. nuclear power eventually. About politics changing around having kids. This issue oh, may yeah. very well uh, be part of that. So the New York Times, one of their big stories yesterday, the transfer of wealth. Trillions of dollars in family wealth will be passed down in the next few years, largely reinforcing U.S. inequality. Ah. Taking the angle in the headline that that is a bad thing, obviously, that, you know, because it's got the baby boomers and how much money they have, $9.3 trillion in assets, and uh, Generation X has, no, no, it's 100-something, anyway, $47.8 trillion for Generation X, much lower amounts for the younger generations because they're younger, but the idea that it's clearly a bad thing, that that's going to be handed down to your... Kids or sure. whoever, well, increasing this, U.S. inequality. It's this brand new invention of when the parents die, the, the kids inherit. That's a new program just instituted probably as part of, I don't know, white supremacy or heteronormative colonialism. <laughs> but you could <laughs> certainly... existed from the beginning of time. Well, first of all, one thing I don't know, as we have fewer and fewer kids... Couples that don't have kids, maybe you can tell me. What do what do couples who don't have kids generally do with any wealth that they have accumulated, if you have any left at the end of your life? Maybe like nieces and nephews and charities. A lot of, a lot of uh, bequests to charities. Okay. But uh, a, a childless voting block is not going to be in favor of that money being handed down in families. If the right crooked politician, there are plenty of them, makes the case that, like, that horrible, horrible thing 
Jerry Brown said about if you've disproportionately extracted from the public wealth as if success is extracting something, they will convince the populace that, hey, those people took a lot of money of the public wealth and now they're dead, so we get it back. That'll be an easy sell. What did their kids do to deserve it? The 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 line that they put in there about which will lead to an increase in income in a qual or into just um uh you know, wealth equality that do, I'm not that doesn't hold up to me either. Um, so if you don't get to pass on money to your kids in or in whatever way, how do you think people are going to live their lives? Well, it's going back to the same old criticism of socialism. It removes all incentive for effort and all disincentive for sloth. Same result. Every kid in the in the class will stop studying, as that famous example goes. Yeah, because you have lots of situations where people continue to work or make money to uh, to help out their kids, or you know, for whatever reason. But if if it's all going to be taken from babies, you, of course, they're for babies. If it's all going to be taken by the government when you die, yeah, I ain't gonna show up to the office. <laughs> oh no, I would violate every single law I could think of to hide that money. Those who have been blessed the most, who have disproportionately extracted by whatever skill more and more from the national wealth, they're going to have to share more of that. I know Thomas Jefferson toyed with the idea of everybody having to start from scratch and not being able to pass down wealth. Actually, I'd like to ask Tim Sandifer about that. Because mm. it seems anti-American to me. But Oh, it absolutely does. Absolutely. I had one more point I was going to make on that. Uh, I can't remember. We're supposed to do that right now, Michael? Okay. Uh, So why you ought to be on board with uh, nuclear power coming up in a few minutes after a quick word from our friends at Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. I did not realize that we're still losing the lives of 22 warriors every day in America, and it's not from physical injuries. It's the hopelessness and visible scars feeling they work, walk this world alone, missing the, the comradeship, which is what Warrior Foundation Freedom Station is all about. So this is what we're asking for, $22 a month. You can help Warrior Foundation Freedom Station change the lives of so many injured warriors. Your donation will create an environment for success by providing warriors with access to transitional housing before receiving their medical discharge. So there are wellness programs, career services, critical resources for a bright future, and so many stories from service members who've overcome their demons and are thriving thanks to Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. Just kick in 22 bucks a month. Visit warriorfoundation.org. And don't go to the other one with a similar name. They are very, very different. Warriorfoundation.org to donate. Warriorfoundation.org. I am completely agnostic on... uh, like uh, green energy, I think I think everybody would loves the idea. Wait a minute, we could have all the energy and uh, the dynamic economy and transportation and everything else, but no pollution. Yeah, absolutely, hundred percent in. The question is, are you? Do you believe that we're ready to go on that with current technology? I think if you answer yes, you're out of your mind. You don't understand math. Although the politicians uh, who are pushing it understand math plenty well and they're just trying to bribe you into voting for them uh, which we'll get to in a couple of minutes i don't want to rush through it and we need to take a break in a second but i thought i would uh hit you with this again speaking of the uh the radical gender theory types featured this at the very beginning of the show 
loyal listener, uh, AJ from King County, Washington, going to get his three-year-old kid. Uh, I'm sorry, is it a child or a dog? No, it's a child. Um, oh, jeez. Uh, he's scheduling a haircut for his three-year-old. And the online booking service, whatever he used, asked for his three-year-old's gender. And the choices are male, female, prefer not to say, agender, androgyne, androgynous, bigender, demi-enby, demi-female, demi-male, demi-trans, gender fluid, gender non-conforming, gender questioning, gender variant, gender queer, intersex, neutral, non-binary, pangender, trans man, trans person, trans woman, trans feminine, transgender, trans masculine, two-spirit, or none of these. And that's how many options? Eh, it looks to be like two dozen. For getting your hair cut. Yeah. So yeah, 30 maybe. I am shocked regularly at forms that I have to fill out for myself or my kids when there is more than the two options. In fact, almost always now there's more than two options. The other option usually being some sort of declined state or or neither or something. Mm-hmm. How would you fill that stuff out? If if I if I'm uh, I'm com- I'm attempting to combat this. Uh, what's the best thing to put? Just you know, if your kid's a male, put male. I personally send them a junk pic <laughs> because if you have you tell testicles, me. <laughs> you are a male. <laughs> you tell me exactly. Oh, which reminds me, I'm oh, sorry. Boy. Do you have more to say on that? Or no? This is hilarious. You remember Jeremy's razors? Yeah, that, that I, used, guy, I used one this morning. Yeah, he put it out with that hilariously anti-woke commercial. Well, now they have Jeremy to, Jeremy's pre-order for Halloween uh, candies. It says, now in microaggression size, in time for Halloween, it's a chocolate bar. There's the he-him that has nuts, and the she-her is nutless. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> and you can... <laughs> Please stop using gendered language to, k- k- to order candy. And they're actually, uh, here, take a look at that. That's pretty funny. They're actually uh, selling those. <laughs> wow, I'll bet they sell a lot of those. How great is it? Oh, man, look at the time. we got to take a break. All right, get on board the nuclear train. Woo, woo. <laughs> Coming up in moments. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. 
Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Should you say Happy Mother's Day to someone who is a cat owner, but without children? We'll let you debate it out on the text line. We've taken a neutral position on this, as you've heard. Uh, We we don't have a neutral, but but that's what we're taking. (laughs) And uh, but I've got a great text from a woman who just became a mom. Coming up later. All right. This is so good from Reason.com. As I started to say earlier, I, you, everybody loves the idea of green energy. Man, get that fusion going. Unlimited energy without pollution. We don't have to, you know, do incredibly damaging energy-intensive mining to produce batteries or whatever. You know, just... But the truth of the whole discussion is there is a complete lack of realism. And part of the reason is... Again, it's about getting power and holding power. To hold power, you have to spread money out. You have to give out the money from the treasury to buy people's loyalty. And if you can convince the populace, that's the great thing about democracies, is that it is a war of ideas. If you can convince the people, whether rightly or wrongly, that this is a good idea, then you get to spread their tax money out to buy loyalty. That's how governments work. And the climate thing is an extremely successful gambit to convince people there's a problem that needs to be solved and lets you spread out money to buy loyalty. And and I don't deny maybe the climate's getting warmer, but the idea that we can conquer it by going with the current technology is idiotic. And Reason.com, which has no uh, horse in the race or dog in the fight, I'd rather watch a horse race than a dog fight if given oh, the choice. gosh, yeah, right. Um, With a piece about the incredible space needs real estate needs of so many sources of alternative energy right now compared to nuclear. And they talked about how German Germany idiotically shut down its last three nuclear power plants last month. Unbelievable that they went through that. It was unbelievable that they were doing that before the whole Russia-Ukraine war happened. But the fact that they continued that policy after they lost Russia as a supplier, it's mm-hmm. just amazing. Yep. So as of December 2022, uh, a study in scientific reports shows turning off this carbon-free energy source is incredibly short-sighted for combating climate change and protecting natural landscapes. Nuclear power is the green power that we have right now. European researchers behind the study do an in-depth analysis of how much land and sea area it would actually take to implement the net zero by 2050 roadmap that was devised by the International uh, Energy Agency. Actually... Doing the mathematics for what it would take to institute this stuff. Yeah, I've wondered about that because, like, there's a town near me where, like, the junior college or the prison or something near there runs on solar. But the area for the solar field that they have to run that thing is enormous. Right, right. Or you get the, uh, you know, like the the windmill farm that's halfway between Sacramento and and San Francisco and Northern California. Um, Those things are gigantic. 
And there's a smallish field of them there. There's some giant ones uh, in in the southern part of California, anyway. Um, but they take up tremendous, tremendous acreage. And they go into detail. We'll post this for you because running down the numbers, you probably couldn't comprehend them anyway. Um, but they make the point that turning the uh, IEA's net zero roadmap, the team calculates the amount of land occupied by the stunted trajectory of nuclear power plants in the... Nuclear power plants take up no space for the amount of energy they they produce. No, it's right there on the edge of Springfield. Looks like it's any other business. Right. While the amount of land having to be covered by uh, solar projects is tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of square miles, even more for the wind turbines, it's just absurd. But yeah. again, it's an excuse to spread out tax money. Another angle that uh, has not been dealt with. Well, we'll get back into the fight on the text line for Mother's Day, among other things on the way. Stay with us. Armstrong and Getty. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.